Hello everyone, and welcome back to To Have and To Roll. I'm Rain Zero, and you are listening to Session 76. Meanwhile. As we get further away from Corvosa, I feel it is important to root ourselves back in the drama that is unfolding in the city, even as our heroes trek into the Cinderlands to search for aid. To that end, this week we'll be taking a look at a character who is still dealing with the events in Corvosa. This session features sound effects from Sirenscape and music from Michael Gelfi Audio. See description for details. As a warning, the session touches on the experience of being imprisoned by the Grey Maidens. If you'd rather not experience a player being a prisoner for an entire session, this one is entirely optional. Feel free to rejoin us next time. If, however, you still want to see what's going on, join us as we see exactly what Zenobia Zenderholm had in mind when she warned the party about the fate that awaited heroes who stuck their noses where they don't belong. On Curse of the Crimson Throne. Hello, beautiful wife. Hello, beautiful husband. And welcome back to to Curse of the, the Crimson, Crimson Throne. Crimson the Crimson Throne. What other curse will we be talking about? Not for you to know, for us to know. <laughs> it could be Curse of Strahd. Oh. It could be the Brynwall Curse. Uh, it could be the uh, Bestow Curse. No, no, no. That's the, that's the other Curse of the Crimson Throne podcast. Oh, oh, oh shoot. I meant the, I meant the spell. <laughs> anyway, what happened previously on Curse of the Crimson Throne? A lot of stuff. <laughs> a lot. Yeah, a lot happened. So uh, we had just escaped from a, a bloat mage who we also killed, uh, incidentally, uh, after we... Uh, stole away the people she was draining blood from to increase her bloat mage powers. And in the process, Trinia Sabor, our newest party member and also most adorable party member, save Ophelia, <laughs> um, is, uh, got disintegrated. Yeah. Got fucking disintegrated. So our new friend buttons, the, uh, troll Oracle, uh, took us to a friend of his down deep in the ruined undercity of Karamaga to get a discount resurrection done. (laughs) We were all on our way. We were all ready to go back to the Temple of Phrasma and Buttons was like, wait, hold on. I have a friend who can help. You don't need to bother her. And we're like, okay. And he brought her back wrong. Yep. Oh boy. Now she's got Oracle levels. uh, Buttons' friend was an extremely old cleric of Eridan. Who had previously lost his powers when Eridan died and had just started getting them back now that Unia is preaching this Shadow Eridan thing. And we we talked to him and, oh boy, whew, Dire. we realized that uh, some beliefs are best left in the past. Yeah, uh, um, and, uh, you know, if they had to exist at all. And, um, yeah, he brought Trinia back wrong. Mm-hmm. He 
he brought her back with an oracle curse so that she could give him and us uh, information about the throne of Nalt. Nalt. Yes. Throne of Nalt. The throne of Nalt, an ancient artifact to which the the um the soul of uh our good dragony friend um Kazavon, part of his soul has been attached to that throne. Uh, mm -hmm. so we have the general location of the throne of Nalt now. Um, it's as it rests in, now, I, I will tell you, I will tell you, but yeah, seeking the throne of Nalt is explicitly not part of the adventure path. Okay. However, um, I won't stop you if that's what you <laughs> want to do. Yeah. So the throne of Nalt is down in the shackles. It took me a second to scroll down and find it. Yes. Uh, but yeah, um, when Trinia came back to life, uh, she went over to a map that was on the wall and painted in where it was, yes. uh, much to the, uh, old cleric of Aridan's delight and our abject horror. Yes. Um, she, uh, she, she had like her eyes glazed over while she was doing it. Um, very much like, um, uh mohinder and uh heroes <laughs> yeah uh she she told us that um she now hears a spirit talking to her um uh, uh that she had done some adventuring while we were gone and had gotten as she said a little bit haunted just ever so slightly <laughs> based like very um, little bit haunted in that uh she had gotten cornered by some bandits and a spirit that was in the great er, in the tomb that they had locked her and helped her get out yes uh and now it's, it's now it's stuck in her head uh and it's not very happy about that yes uh, <laughs> okay and speaking of things that have happened while you guys were gone mm. i'd like to so we uh full disclosure everybody we have a crossover event happening soon and unfortunately we had to push it back by a week but it's gonna be worth it uh, I was talking to Daft and I was like, I think we can still run the game. There's something that we can do that doesn't involve progressing the plot with the main party. So I'd like to take us away from this uh, shadow walk that you're going on <laughs> to the Callow Mounds to meet with Thousand Bones. Oh, yes. Literally a shadow walk. Yes. Yes. Uh, and I'd like to pull the camera up from the Cinderlands. <laughs> Up into the clouds, ah! we see the Random rolling. Scared of heights. <laughs> don't worry, don't worry. Ah! I'll catch you. Okay. I have feather fall prepared. Okay, okay. And we're going to fly over the cliffs of Karamaga, and we swoop down ah! yet again, uh, and then and then we're going over the rolling hills. Uh, as we do so, actually. Uh, we're rewinding the clock and we see the days going backwards with the sun oh. rising in the west and setting in the east. And we're doing a bit this of a flashback. A very, this is a very complicated shot. It's really complicated. I don't know where we got the budget to do this shot. <laughs> we had uh, a really, really, really big crane. And into the city of Corvosa. We're back in time. And we are going into a dark window. Oh. And down through the cracks in stone until we find ourselves in a darkened room. There is a figure with a bag over their head. 
They are breathing raggedly. Uh, and as they do so, the bag is ripped from their head. And who does this reveal? Center Travail. What sort of face are we looking A at? A young Durgar lady. She is round and friendly looking, but currently very stressed. She has bright orange hair and glowing orange eyes and uh, sort of a deep gray purple skin. Her cute little button nose looks broken mm -hmm. and her lip is split and she has a black eye forming on the um, zygomatic arch on her cheekbone. Mm -hmm. It is center trivial. Yes. And she looks very rough looking. In the darkness, uh, she is able to see uh, that she is chained to a table. A lithe figure holds the bag standing behind her. You can make her out out of the corner of your eye. And you can, in the dark, see this dull armor that she's wearing. Can't make out the colors. Mm -hmm. She walks around the table until she's standing in front of you. And now you can see quite clearly a gray maiden who removes her helmet, mm -hmm. revealing a scarred face underneath. Uh, a series of about four scratches raked across her face uh, as if some beast had mauled her. One of her ears is cut short. And her hair is close cropped on the sides uh, with the middle uh, drawn into a long braid, uh, sort of bluish in color that comes over her shoulder uh, and hangs at her side uh, down to about uh, her waist. Do I recognize her? Uh, you will recognize uh, this as a guard that stood outside the office of one Zenobia Zenderholm. Oh, shit. Good morning, I suppose. Good morning. You are a hard person to find. Wish I were a little harder, to be honest. Allow me to introduce myself. My name is Tishiro. Commander and Warden of Deathhead Vault. You are no doubt wondering why you are here. You have been arrested on charges of conspiracy. Mm. In your connection with the murderers known as the Cover of Night. Sorry, the who? Don't play coy with me, Miss Travail. We know of your association with them. We know that you worked with them in ending Bloodvale. 
And now, we're hoping that you can give us information as to their whereabouts. Oh, right. Those guys. Yeah, you know, they did do a lot of good stuff here in the city, getting rid of Blood Veil and all that. They did. And we are forever indebted to them. Don't know what they did after that, though. Well, you'll forgive me if I'd like to try to find out anyway. And as she says that, uh, she draws forth a longsword. Uh, and uh, as she draws it from from uh, its scabbard, she flicks it off to the side and fire erupts from it. Do I have to forgive you? No. But I will certainly want to know everything you can tell me. You see, as the fire burns, she sort of twists the blade. Uh, she runs her other hand through the flames, and you see it gets scorched a bit. And then she takes the sword and holds it close to your face so you can feel the fire like licking at your at your face uh, you take uh you take three points of fire damage all right uh, and you and basically you can you can smell the, the skin burning as she holds it there I understand that you are one who is trained in subversion and that it might be quite difficult to jog your memory of any information it might have about the cover of night. But Deathhead Vault has long prided itself on an ability to find answers where none are apparent. And trust me when I say, we will know everything you know. Am I capable of making somatic components right now? Um, you, you, your hands are bound, uh, quite tightly to the corners of the, of the table. Okay. Um, so it, I, I don't think you'd be able to do somatic components. Okay. You could do verbal. You do not have your holy symbol though. Okay. Um, I don't know if that matters for you, but, uh, I don't, I don't believe I need my holy symbol for this. Okay. I would like to use my word of anathema ability to cast bestow curse on the uh, lady uh, um, questioning me. Uh, so that's a, uh, a will save. Uh, it's not. It's a DC 18 will save. DC 18? Yeah. What is your curse? Um, well, it, it's, it, only does, it only does one. Uh, it's a minus four to attack rolls, saves, ability checks, and skill checks, and it lasts for a minute. Oh, okay. Uh, to attack rolls... Let me see. What yeah, else? Yeah. Attack rolls, saves, ability see. checks, and skill checks. What is your curse that you say? Like, what do you say to make this happen? You're not going to get anything out of me. And uh, as, uh, as you say that, uh, you see her <laughs> flinch. Uh, and she's going to she's going to take the sword and sort of like slide it along your like 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 the the edge of your arm uh now you are you are helpless right now mm. so uh what is your ac while helpless um 
uh, low. Very low. Um, I think it's, I think it's, it's ten plus Dex, right? Yes. It's just ten. <laughs> okay, so she takes her sword and just like carves off like uh, like a piece of flesh as she does so, uh, and uh, deals uh, a total of twenty seven points of damage to you. Oh, twenty two slashing and five of it fire as the blade just sears along your arm, and you can tell the idea of this is to both deal the damage and intimidate you. She does not succeed in intimidating you. Center winces, her eyes water, and through the pain with gritted teeth, she shoots back. You know, you're not going to get anything out of me when I'm dead either. No. No, I suppose I won't. I'll give you time to think and see if anything comes to mind. Uh, and with that, uh, the, somebody else uh, throws the bag back over your head. Uh, and the next thing you know, you were being thrown into a cell. Uh, it is a room that's about 10 feet by 10 feet. There are iron bars on one side and a, and a uh, metal door. There is uh, one bed and a bucket in the corner. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, as you're sort of coming to consciousness within the cell, you... Uh, we'll notice that there is somebody on the bed. Oh. Uh, it is a it is a woman uh, with like onyx skin and uh, orange hair similar to yours. Uh, she is uh, much taller than you, probably about about like five nine, five ten, something like that. Uh-huh. She's, uh she's easily got a foot on me. Yeah. And um, much more slender. Uh, she's dressed in rags. Uh, much as you are right now. Mm. Uh, and uh, the woman uh, sort of looks up at you. Did you see her look at the guard uh, as, as she does so? The guards that are throwing you in here are just two gray maidens with their helmets still on. Uh, they don't seem uh, particularly notable. And then they lock the door behind them and leave you. In the cell. The woman rises up on the bed, um, pulling her, uh, pulling her, like, uh, dropping her legs over the edge. Are you, are you all right? Oh, you know, um, I'm going to, uh, cast cure moderate wounds on myself. Um, I believe Center's Cure Mod now does uh, 3d8 plus 8. Now, can can you cast spells if you don't have a holy symbol? Yep. Okay. Uh, I think so. Uh, let me double check. I'm an Inquisitor. Uh, in- oh, yeah, you're a spontaneous caster, aren't you? E. Um... Yeah, it doesn't. It doesn't say that I need okay. my holy then, symbol. Then yeah, you should be good. Uh. So yeah, so I'm going to cast Cure Mod on myself, mm-hmm. uh, verbal and somatic components, and I suppose if uh, if they want to come over and smack me for casting spells in the cell, uh, they can try. Uh, <laughs> uh, sorry, it's it's two d eight uh, plus eight. Uh, so let me roll okay. that. I haven't. I have a d eight here. I have two d eight here. I'm actually just gonna roll physical dice. Clack clack heal rocks. Clack 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 clack. 
Oh, that one fell off. <laughs> All right. Uh, that is eight plus eight. So 16 points of healing. Uh, so as uh, centers, oh, you knowing at this uh, person in the cell, um, the gash on her arm uh, stops uh, bleeding profusely uh, and uh, heals up to um, sort of nasty and scabby. Uh, so and she goes, so you're a, you're a healer too, huh? Oh, you're a healer too? <sighs> yeah, well, I, I suppose I was. What happened? I took my holy symbol, like, Oh. I can't pray to Yamade like I usually do. Oh, you're a cleric, a cleric of Yamade? Yeah. I am. I'm sorry you're in here. What sort of cleric are you? I'm an inquisitor of Animos. Oh, okay. Um, now I suppose. Actually, let me make a knowledge religion see if she knows who Animos is. Uh, knowledge religion. Hey, she actually has ranks in knowledge religion. Hey. <laughs> They're a hard thing to come by when you're a fucking cleric. Skill ranks are hard to come by when you're a cleric. Uh, I rolled a 10, so she has no idea who Vonimos is. She's like, Vonimos? Um, uh, Vonimos is a, a psychopomp of uh, of tragedy and catastrophe. Uh, mm. Sort of helping people come to terms with the death that comes. I see. I've been finding a lot of work recently. Mm. Yeah, certainly. I'm a, I was a cleric of Yamade. Crusader for a time. Just say something against the queen? Is that why they got you in here? I... I don't know if I want to talk about it right now. Oh, that's totally fair. Uh, sorry. Just, uh... You know, we're sort of both just stuck in here. I was... I went to the World Wound seeking to fight for justice and... What I found was... The fight's not all righteous. Oh. And so I came back realizing that what I'd been looking for there wasn't something that I could find. And then I came home to she looks she just see her like look around uh, her her uh, gray eyes sort of like darting around the cell. Things had gotten worse here. Oh, yeah. I'm Corey. I'm Cinter. Nice to meet ya. What about you? Why do they have you in here? Oh, you know, uh, I ran around with the cover a night. I've heard of them. Uh, uh, I'd prefer not to go into too much detail on account of I don't know if they have people listening here and anything I say might be seen as an uh, admission of guilt. That's fair. Uh, um, they... They were the ones who cured Bloodvale, right? Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, helped them do that. I, I was infiltrating the cult of Ergothoa at the time. Okay. Um, I wish I could have met them. Uh, they were real nice. Got a little dragon Why now, too. Why are you too. in here? I might have gotten mad. Might have said some things best left unsaid. Like what? Uh, I, uh, I'm going to look around and see if there's any uh, uh, people listening. <laughs> um, the the, the uh, 
the corridor outside your cell is completely empty. There is no one in either direction as far as you can see. All right. Uh, you can roll perception if you want to validate that. I will do that. Oop. I got an 18 on die. Uh, so, oh, okay. Uh, mm. Are we in dim light or darkness? Or are, oh no, no, sorry. My modifier here. Am I looking for enemies of the Church of Phrasma? Yes. Excellent. That is a 33. You do not see anyone. You don't hear anything that belies somebody like skulking about. Um, you do hear um, the groans of uh, grievously injured uh, some ways down the hall. Uh, basically, there could be somebody maybe like 20 or 30 feet away. Mm -hmm. um, who's in pain, possibly dying. Okay. Um, the center will uh, spare that direction a concerned look um, and turn back to uh, Corey. He might have said something along the lines of uh, Marcus Endrin going after the queen to kill her had his heart in the right place. Ah. Yeah, you, you know, we were we were trying to ask uh, the head arbiter uh, Zenobia Zenderholm some questions and she wasn't having it. And she said some nasty things to us about uh, sort of sort of uh, questioning our motives just as uh, heroes in general, telling us we were reaching too far. Got a little got a little angry. Mm. Yeah, I've been in here for a few weeks. Um. Every now and then they bring me out, usually when they need healing. They had you your holy symbol and have you do it do. to someone? Yeah. Yeah. Fifteen minutes. I prepare the spells they want me to. And... That's it. I'm guessing they don't quite know my, what my deal is yet. Uh, they took my holy symbol away too, but uh, mm. I got I got a little bit, little bit of juice in me yet still. Um mm -hmm. I, I'm I'm just gonna sense motive on yeah. her just in case she's just make sure she's not like <laughs> I don't know the gray maiden in disguise or something. <laughs> <laughs> <Sure>. <laughs> oh wow, this is very nice. Um, that's a thirty. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, and so so talking to her, you do get the sense that uh, there is stuff she's not telling you. Mm -hmm. uh, and you don't know to what extent uh, that is good or bad mm -hmm. or anything like that. You do get the sense she is like, you do notice that she's asking you a lot of questions mm -hmm. uh, and that does seem a little suspicious to you. Mm -hmm. um, and that uh, like it's, she's not lying to you though. Mm -hmm. That's that's one of the important things you get when she says that uh, she was a cleric of of Yamade who went to the world wound and fought in there and was disillusioned by what happened. Um, that's true. Mm -hmm. You don't you get that she's not lying about that. And specifically uh, the way that she talks about it, you can tell it's something that personally affected her mm -hmm. quite a lot. Mm -hmm. um, but you do get that she is not telling you something. Mm -hmm. You do get that she's she's definitely prying for information. Mm hmm. Uh, now why she's prying for information, uh, what, uh, like what's motivating her, those mm -hmm. things, you know, uh, sense motives, not, yeah, not tele it's not, yeah. Tele telepathy. It's so. not re it's not read thoughts. Yes. Um, but you'd usually get that she, 
She's asking questions for a pointed reason. Uh, Center's going to uh, sit down on the floor. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I figure if we're going to be sitting in here together for some time, we should probably get to know each other a little bit. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, you know, um, it seems like you've been in here for some time. You're getting a little lonely. Yeah. You could say that. I could say that. I'm feel, sorry, I haven't had a cellmate in. Yeah. I feel like while. it's I feel like it's probably in our best interests to trust each other here. And I feel like you're being a little bit cagey with me. Uh not sorry, uh, in so not insofar as we're both together in a cage, but insofar as you're being a little uh unclear about your motives and you're asking me a lot of questions. I just I just need to know if you're somebody that I can trust. Well, as much as I like trusting other people, and as much as I like trusting clerics of Yamade, I feel like we're both in a situation where we're dealing with people who are powerful, who have magic on their sides, and who are interested in getting a lot of information from us. So maybe it'd be best if we sort of kept that kind of stuff to ourselves okay. and remained a little bit on guard. Okay. I can do that. It's not that I don't want to trust you either. <sighs> Before you try, uh, I should probably tell you, um, the bars are uh, no qual. Uh, any magic that we might be able to try won't work here. Well, that's a bummer. Yeah. I was going to try to make myself bigger and pull the bars apart, but I suppose that's not going to work now. Well, I don't know. Maybe that would work. I don't know a I lot know magic about... doesn't affect the bars, but... Mm. Any sort of an embiggening magic also not work? I don't know. Um, I don't really know a lot about how magic works in general. Um, mm. I, I guess if it made you, if it was affecting you, it would be fine. Mm. Mm, nuts. There's, you see her like look around. No, I won't talk. About. What? What's what's up? No, it, um. So, I heard. I hear somebody groaning, a couple cells over. It sounds like they're in a lot of pain. Uh, do you know if other people in here need help? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, people need help. Mm-hmm. I think that's why they keep me around mm-hmm. to uh, heal them when they're too far gone. Yeah. See this place. It's all about learning more about people. Mm-hmm. And yeah. you can't learn much from the dead unless you can speak with dead. And they're uh, no good at resisting when you cast it. I think that's why they keep me, yeah. So you ask questions to dead people? On occasion. What sort of questions? Who they know. Who they've associated with. Where they were on some day or another. The only time I ever get to touch... My holy symbol these days is to beseech 
my patron for those sorts of questions. Mm. And if I try anything else, of course they they have me surrounded. Yeah. I have a mechanical question. Yeah. I have an orison called Brand. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it etches an indelible rune or mark of no more than six characters onto a creature, inflicting one point of damage. Mm-hmm. Can I use the Can I use Brand to make mm-hmm. a mark of Yamade on the caster such that she can use it as a holy symbol? I don't know if you would be able to use it as a holy symbol. Um, you could try if you want. All right. Um, oh, wait. Uh, that does... Sorry. That does require my holy symbol. It has it has a divine focus component. Oh, okay. Never mind. So, no. <laughs> well, um, I, I got a question for you, actually, though. Yeah. Do you want to get out of here? And you see, uh, there, there's like a, uh, like a, uh, like a, a bit of a, a flame burning in her eyes when, when you say that. I thought you'd never ask. Why is that? Well, sort of what I was trying to get at. All right. All right. Um, so what sorts of things can you do besides cast spells? Are you strong? Are you fast? Can you see in the dark? Well, without my holy symbol, there's not a lot that I can do. Um, uh, but if I can get it, um, I... <clears throat> Let me go through her skills real quick. <laughs> uh, you know, I'm a healer. I can... Um, uh, I have... Oh, well, the one thing that I can do once per day is I can cast Glitter Dust. <laughs> oh, excellent, just excellent. From, uh, she gestures toward, like, her orange hair and her and her uh, onyx skin, and she just goes, I'm an Ozomar. Oh, all uh, right, all right. I'm so, a Durgar. Yeah, uh, um, I have the ability to glitter dust once per day. That'll be useful, all right. Uh, as long as you don't hit me. Um, my thing is I can make myself bigger. I'm good I with the sword. All right, all right. Uh, so we'll if see. We can get one of the guards swords yeah we'll see about was do you know where they're keeping our stuff no i don't unfortunately all right but um i know you didn't want to ask questions or and i don't necessarily want to reveal things but it's something they already know so i feel comfortable revealing it she looks at you she goes there's someone here in the prison if we can get them out, we they might be able to help everyone. Oh. Who? It's a man. People think he's dead, but he's here. Oh. Marcus Endrin. What? They have me keeping him alive. Oh my gods. He's he's not well. No, I imagine not. But he's alive. So, I so I heard that what happened at the the place where he tried to kill Queen Iliosa that 
he died and they stuffed his body in a bag. Uh-huh. And so I'm guessing they cast Ray as dead or something. Or is he like a... Is he like a, a zombie type sort no, of thing? He's, he's alive. I, I know that because I've been casting cure spells on him and he's been getting better. But his mind is broken. Oh, well. I don't know what they did to him, but... It's like they're keeping him alive for... I don't know. They can't possibly be asking him questions. Mm. If we can get out, we have to find him. Yeah. Uh, if I can get a holy symbol, I might be able to cure him completely. My uh. my friend Lenore uh, of the cover of night, she came down here when they were figuring out Blood Veil. And she said that they do a lot of things to psychologically break people down here. Yeah. I wonder if they're trying to make him into some sort of gray mister or something. Hmm. I don't know. Uh, and about now, uh, you will hear footsteps down the corridor oh, somewhere. Oh. Shh, shh, shh. Uh, Go to and sleep. We're sleeping. Uh, and uh, Corey will sort of like roll back over in the bed, look off to the side. Uh, and then footsteps will be coming down the corridor. Uh, you hear, you hear uh, somewhere down the hall, uh, the jingling of keys, sliding of a door, and you hear uh, a woman's voice saying, "No, no, no! I've told you, I told you everything I know. I told you everything I know. Please, please!" <laughs> and then you hear uh, uh, another woman's voice, cold, sharp like a knife, say, "And I believe you." No, no, no! <laughs> There's a sound of metal against stone. Oh, fuck. And then, um, you hear footsteps again. And, the, and, and they start to move toward you. Dragging of something. And you see, just coming down the corridor, uh, two gray maidens... Uh, holding up the arms of a woman as a trail of blood falls behind her. Fuck. They're followed by Tishiro, the warden, mm-hmm. who stops in front of your cell. I'm sleeping. Gonna roll bluff. <laughs> Not very well. Oh, wait. I can re-roll five times a day. I'm gonna re-roll. I rolled worse. What'd you do? Uh, I rolled a three on die to bluff. Uh, used one of my rerolls and rolled a two on die to bluff. So Cinder's a bit shaken, and she's having a hard time pretending like she's asleep. Um, I got a sixteen. Oh, uh, you see Tishiro stop in front of your. Well, you don't see this, but you hear the footsteps stop in front of your door. Uh, you hear the the dragging continue. She goes, wait. Leave her here. Let them know. If they ever decide that we have found everything we know, we need to know. We will no longer need them. You hear the footsteps of the other Grey Maidens come back. And there's a, th- a dull thud. Center is trying to keep her breathing even as if she's asleep, but she can't help but let out a quiet sob. 
and then you will hear the gray, the sound of the armor clanking and the Grey Maidens leaving. And how long do you stay like that? Um. God. <laughs> um. I'm gonna stay like that until I hear until the uh, footsteps are 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 gone. Okay. They're gone. Uh, Cinder's gonna get up. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Corey. Uh, Corey, uh, sort of, uh, looks, looks up. Corey, we gotta get out of here. And, uh, she looks over, uh, and you see her just sort of, <laughs> uh, as she looks out the, the, the bars, uh, and, uh, basically across the hall from you, there is now the body of a woman propped up against the wall. There's nothing we can do for her. The only consolation we have is that she's not going to have to deal with them anymore. At least not for a little while. So they're trying to keep us scared. They're trying to keep us in here. We got to get out. Yeah. yeah. Um. Center is going to cast uh, enlarge person on herself mm-hmm. okay. uh, to embiggen. Uh, I'm going to bend these bars Right, give me up. a strength check. All right. Uh, <laughs> is there anything? Can I like bane object? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> give me object bane hands. No, nope, okay. this is just a strength check. All right. All right. Straight up. All right. All right. Oh fuck! Uh, eight. <laughs> Total of eight. I got a four on die. Okay. No. <laughs> um. You got it. You got to help me out here. Uh, and you see her sort of like uh, come over and uh, start to like push at one of the bars. She's like, "I don't, I don't think this is going to work. It's metal." Yeah. Uh, uh, <laughs> we need something better. I uh, do. You have a, a crowbar? Do you have lockpicks? Do I look like I have a crowbar or lockpicks? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> uh. You, you really thought that was going to work, didn't you? Maybe. Oh. <laughs> Alright. Um, what's your strength mod? It's plus four. Okay. Um, so you try it a few times. <laughs> um, but it, it, it becomes pretty clear quite soon that these bars... These are like thick metal bars designed designed to carry designed to like hold probably much stronger creatures than you. Yeah, the twenty three doesn't do it either. Damn. <laughs> um, I, I will tell you now, your mod is not high enough to bend these bars. No. Okay. Uh, <laughs> um. Okay. And like essentially, the way you find out is by taking twenty over the course of. <laughs> A day or whatever. Uh, the bars do not yield. Okay. Okay. Um, and so you are left in a cell with a dead body across from you. Can I? Um, are there? Is there any like loose stone or anything in the cell? Um, roll, uh, either, I think either survival or perception. Perception is better. 
For fuck's sake. <laughs> 17. Uh, no, you don't find anything. Um, so, uh, we focus for a moment on the body. Across the hall. And we fade from this woman bleeding from her chest to a skeleton, dried and desiccated. Oh my god. Back to center. Fuck! Your cheeks are a little more sunken. You're hungry. Corey is there. Mm. It's been several weeks. You got any threes? And she's just looking at the ceiling, just says, Go fish. <sighs> We're never getting out of here, are we? I feel like there's something, there's something I can do. I just. That's what you said last week. I know. I just. <sighs> you can't. We can't lose hope here. And then um, here you hear the sound of uh, guards coming down the hall, and they stop in front of your door. You. And they gesture toward Corey. You're needed. I can help. Yeah, and uh, and uh, the the gray maiden uh, who is sort of unlocking the door uh, just sort of <laughs> chuckles, uh, and then the other one uh, actually takes like a like a uh, a, a, a glaive and sort of like braces it, just like against the wall. You know the drill. Fine, fine, fine. Um. Can you do that? No. <laughs> I want to try and, and grab the glaive. No, I want to try and tag. I want to try and grapple the lady. Okay. Um, uh, I'm gonna. Uh, I'm gonna. Uh, swift action. Bane. Uh, is this a, a human green maiden? Oh. Um. I also, give yourself the exhaustive condition. Oh. All right. Sounds okay. good. Uh, <laughs> no. 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 That's good. It's good. It reminds me to turn off my large self as well. Uh, yes. Dude. You can be at full health of it if you want. Yeah. Uh, where's Where's exhausted? Because you can like. Actually, do you know lesser restoration? I do. Oh. Um. Does lesser restoration have a material component? Uh. Don't think so. Let me check and see if it has a, a divine focus component. Nope. Uh. Verbal and somatic components. Okay. So, so you do not have to be exhausted. Okay. I. Because uh, uh, you could lesser restoration yourself yeah, too. Yeah. I'll, I'll spend. Exhausted. I'll spend a lesser resto. Uh, I'll actually spend two, one for me and one for Corey. Um, okay. I'm going to... It's actually, uh, I think it's four. four. You have to remove exhausted and then you have to remove fatigued. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. That's fine. Yeah, I can do that. Um, and I'm going to um, swift action human bane. Okay. Uh, and um, try to grapple. Okay. Does, do you, does have, bane, impro do you does have improved grapple? No, sorry. Does bane, does bane affect grappling? Um... It doesn't. It doesn't affect the the roll. But if you deal damage, it will affect. It will do that. All right. Um. I'll I'll try it. All right. Roll for initiative then. All right. All right. Uh, nineteen. 
So you are going to get tagged first. You you sort of surprise them as they open the door. Okay. Yeah. So I'll I'll bane. Uh, is Do you it... need to be using uh, your chosen weapon for that, or nope. it's just whatever? Yep. Uh, I bane these hands. <laughs> oh God. Uh, Fourteen. Uh, is not going to be a hit. Fuck. Now they are going to attack you. Okay. Uh, the one the one who's been uh, at the door draws their sword. Uh, and and uh, strikes at you, uh, eighteen. Yeah. Uh, with it gives you nineteen points of damage, and you are now shaken. Okay. Uh, as they as uh, as they you know their their tactics are are meant for intimidation. Okay. Uh, and the other one is going to attack you with her glaive. Okay. Miss, she, uh, actually ten to hit. Does that hit you? Um. You're not wearing armor. I'm not wearing armor. But you do have your dex. I do have my I have my dex is my dex is a mod of zero. So oh, okay. yes, it hits. So okay. So you take eight damage on that one. Okay. You're actually gonna be shaken for four rounds. You're going to be afraid of. This one, this other guard hits you uh twice. Uh both times for uh for a total of twenty-four points of damage. Okay. Corey uh is going to try to I think steal. One of the uh, steal the front one sword. Mm-hmm. The twenty five versus CMD. That's not bad. That is not bad. She fucking steals the sword. Yeah. So she she gets the sword away from the front guard, um, <laughs> just like just like uh, wrenching uh, wrenching it free from her grasp, uh, and uh, unfortunately that's her standard action. Uh, I don't believe she has improved steel. However, she was taking the weapon. So I don't know how the fuck that works. Uh, does it provoke from the person with the glaive? What? Does it provoke an attack of opportunity from it the person with the glaive? It does provoke an attack of opportunity from the person with the glaive. So they're going to take an attack of opportunity on Corey. 12 to hit. <laughs> wow, we're really fucking racing for the bottom here. Uh, does 17 points of damage to Corey. Uh, and uh, so Corey steals the, steals the sword. She now has a sword. Nice. Nope. Uh, it's your turn again. Okay. Um. Can I? Uh, can I get far back enough to cast a spell? Um. No, because the glaive threatens the whole cell. Basically. Okay, but the person with the glaive can't take any more attacks of opportunity. This oh right. Time? Yeah, they can't take any more attacks of opportunity yet. I'm casting spiritual weapon. Okay. And. Wait. Mm-hmm. Shit. Spiritual weapon requires a divine focus component. <sighs> oh. I guess not. I guess I guess not. Uh did you, is there anything else you would want to do with your standard action then? Um yeah, sorry. This is Yeah, it's tough. Yeah. Um I'd cast heroism on uh Corey. All right. The la- the other the other lady steps back and is going to uh, so five foot steps back and shoots at you, uh, twenty seven to hit. <laughs> so that's going to be uh, a uh, seven points of damage. Okay. Deal. All right. Uh, and then uh, Corey is going to uh, attack at the one in the front who no longer has a sword. <clears throat> Um, let's see. Oh, let me give her a long sword attack because she doesn't have a long sword attack right now. 
and she gets weapon focus. She's proficient with it. Huh? <laughs> She's proficient with it too. Yeah. It's the, it's the, the holy, the holy weapon of uh, of Amadeus. Corey's gonna save my fucking life. Yeah. All right, uh, let's give. Uh, can you pull up uh, longsword for me, real quick? Yes, I believe it is one d. This is a masterwork longsword too. Ooh. Uh, oh no, it's a plus one longsword. It longsword does one d eight damage. Uh, okay. Uh, is there any special thing for when you're proficient with a longsword? Um, nope. Uh, Improved crit range or anything like that? Yeah, so there's a critical range of 19 to 20. Okay. Um, and, uh, yeah. Wait, let me check Let me check her feats real quick. Does she have improved critical? No, she does not. Okay. Not too many feats on Cleric, so. It's okay. <laughs> I'm just I'm just going to sit over here and be a pilot as as at points. one-handed or two? Uh, it's, it's, a one, one-handed. it's one-handed, yep. Mm. Okay. So she's going to attack with the longsword. Oh, that's not going to hit, though. No! Yeah, that's a 15 to hit. Uh, <laughs> as the, the Grey Maiden parries it uh, with her shield. Center, it's back it's, to you. It's my turn. It's my turn. I want to... Uh, five foot... Uh, if I five foot step and try to try to steal, uh, that will provoke attacks of opportunity from both of them. Are you still done any damage to them? No! Oh, no. <laughs> No. Okay. <laughs> um. So we have a per- the person who had the long sword is back here mm-hmm. with a um a crossbow. Yes. And the person with the glaive is right here. I will try my damnedest to grab the glaive. Okay. Because give me I a combat maneuver check. If I don't grab the glaive, I'm probably dead. <laughs> okay. What is CMB? Base attack, uh, base attack plus strength. Plus strength. Okay. What did you do? I got a five on die. Oh no. So that doesn't hit. That doesn't work. Okay. Uh, provokes an attacker opportunity. Uh, she deals nine points of damage to you. All right. The gray maiden in the back is going to shoot at you twice. Mm-hmm. Um, Fourteen to hit you. Yep. Okay. Hits you once with a with a shot from the composite longbow. Eight points of damage. Okay. The second shot does miss though. Uh, then the one in the front uh, is going to, uh, the one with the glaive is going to attack at Cory. Crit. Oh, God. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's a lot of fucking damage. Oh, boy. Uh, <laughs> Rain's sitting here. They can take on two Grey Maidens, right? <laughs> nope. <laughs> no, I just, you tried to break out, so uh, you're fighting two Grey Maidens. Uh, <laughs> minus 13. Minus 28. Jesus. Uh, so, good chunk of damage. Uh, and, oh, I need to roll and intimidate. I don't have that automatically calculated in. Uh, skills, intimidate. You spec them into intimidate, and it turns out they're good at it. <laughs> it seems that she is a bit intimidated. Mm-hmm. Um, give her the shaking condition. And it'll be back to Corey. It's, oh, Oh, does the plus one longsword have the stamp of Moran's Miracles on it? It does. <laughs> Fuck. <gasps> she does hit. Oh my god. Four. Two. Count them. Two points of damage. <laughs> There's blood in the water. Blood in the water. Blood in the water. She does get another attack. Hold on. Eh. 
minus five. Crit, 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 crit. Yeah, it's a miss. Damn it. <laughs> it's a miss. Uh, and we're back to you. All right. I'm going to five foot step back. I'm going to try to cast defensively. Or I suppose I, I'm going to five. I can actually try to. This person has a glaive. Uh, five foot stepping doesn't do me a damn thing. Okay. I'm going to try to cast defensively. Gotcha. I'm going to try to cast invisibility on me. <laughs> Oh, I don't fucking do it. Okay. Not with charisma. Alright, so you lose the spell. Yep. So, standard try to cast invisibility. Swift mm-hmm. anything? Um... You have a judgment up already. Yeah, I wanna I wanna switch my judgment to fast healing three. Okay. Uh, I don't know if that'll keep me alive or not, but... Um, okay. Does it heal me three right now? At the end of your turn, yeah. Okay. Uh, and then I want to yell... You're still not going to get any information out of me when I'm dead. Mm, Corey goes, what's your alignment? That's for me to know. All right, we're back to the Grey Maidens. The back one with the bow is going to shoot at you. Uh, And how many hit points are you at right now? Twelve. Okay, your vision goes dark as an arrow embeds in your shoulder. And you feel yourself bleeding out. You awaken. You see Corey leaning over you. Uh, There's dried blood on the sheets next to you. So that didn't go well. Yeah, you know, I figured I'd roll above a five at some point. Hmm. Don't we all? (laughs) (sighs) So even the uh, lackeys are a little tough for us. I think we should count our stars that they didn't kill us. But I guess Tishiru still needs us alive, huh? Mm, I suppose. We can still cause trouble. I suppose. Is the, um... Especially, you see her hold her hand up with this. What's that? Sorry, I got blood in my eyes. And uh, as your vision slowly clears, you see you're able to focus on she's holding a key. Oh, you sneaky little. Have my ways. But um, I don't think that uh, we should try right now. You need rest. Yeah, I think. And uh, sorry, I just came back from uh, taking care of Marcus. Mm hmm. I don't know why they're keeping him here like this. He can't answer their questions. I guess his political leverage or something. I think they're trying to make him useful. Hmm. But I was able to prep an extra heal. So I got you back. Oh, thank you. It's been, a, it's been about a day. Uh, they They just left me in here? Yeah. That's nice. How many hit points do I currently have? Um, you currently, ha- so you had fast healing up for uh, a bit. Yeah. I uh, just don't know. So you're, 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 let's say you're at, uh, I'm just going to roll one cure mod. All or, right. You are at 19 hit points. Hey. Pretty good. <laughs> I can s- maybe survive one full round attack from one gray maiden. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and she just says. We're going to have to be smart about this if we want to get out of here. Uh, yeah, my head's made of stone, so... 
I've been trying to figure out where they're taking me with Marcus. Mm. I know it's somewhere to the north. All but right. That's the opposite way. She looks uh, across. You know, you guys can see the the cell door that leads out is over here. She's like, that's the opposite way from the way out. Yeah. So if we go for him, we might be boxing ourselves in if they find out. Yeah. But I don't know about you. I think getting him out is more important than anything we could do. No, I I agree. I agree. Uh, If we can save him, then the city can be maybe saved. Maybe. What about your friends? Uh, well, hopefully they it's got been weeks. Yeah, hopefully they got out of here. I haven't seen them down here. Haven't heard anything from the Grey Maidens. I figure if they were trying to psychologically unseat me, they'd tell me that the cover of night's been taken in or something. What about this thing about the murder, like killing Gloria or Arcona? You don't think they actually did that, do you? I think if they did it, they had a good reason. Yeah. They don't usually do things for bad ones. I just wish I knew. What's going on out there? I thought that when Bloodvale was done, things would get better. Then Endrin. <sighs> you know. I don't know. I think that. You know, it's kind of like grief. Hmm? Catastrophe is. It usually gets worse before it gets better. You can look at a situation and go, this is the worst it's going to get. And after this, it's all going to be smooth sailing. And you know, it doesn't usually work like that. You just got to keep riding out the storm and try to put the pieces together once it's all over. Yeah. Next time they take me to him, I'm going to count my paces and see if I can figure out exactly how far it is. Yeah. Um... Next time they take you, um, what questions have they been asking you lately? Uh, You know, they've been asking me what my deal is with the cover of night, what the cover of night's plans were with regards to the queen. Uh, They think that they're part of some sort of conspiracy to uh, to overthrow her. Hmm. I wonder what gave them that idea. It's very strange. I mean... I'm being sarcastic, sorry. I'm, I'm trying to be sarcastic. I'm not very good I'm at sorry, it. I'm I don't really know much about them. <laughs> really you, you know. We've been in here for weeks together, but... I'm sorry. Um, Why did you ask me what my alignment was when I was going down? You said that they still won't get the answers from you, even if you're... They won't, they won't get any answers from you if you're dead? Mostly on account I got a good ability to resist stuff like that. Mm, not if we're the same alignment. So what's your alignment? What's your alignment? I asked you first. You did. You're a cleric Yamade. I suppose that means you're sort of of the lawful and goodly persuasions. Something like that, maybe. She laughs. And I'd say, as an inquisitor of Animos, I'm probably of the uh, neutral somewhere. Okay. Persuasion. Well, then I probably can't just get it from you automatically. I, I understand that, you know, you probably have a actually she, she you guys have been in a cell for for like several weeks together she's like i know you believe in you know getting through to people and understanding things but 
I went to the world wound because I know the sort of chaos that breeds destroys everything. And now all I see is the irony of it all. Iliosa's passing laws and putting up her guards and all these things. It has all the look of a lawful society, but look at the streets. Look at everything that's happening. It's just beyond the reach of her Grey Maiden's patrols. It's anarchy. I think that's part of the whole deal, you know? It's you keep people afraid, you keep people disorganized so that in every opportunity you have, you can put your foot down and force them to do what you want. They've got us in this cell. They're asking us questions. They're trying everything they can to make us feel off balance and uh, hurting. And, and, and you know, they're just waiting, waiting for the point where, I don't know, one of us is going to turn on the other or something. I don't know. One of us breaks, or both of us break. Where will you go if you get out? I don't know. There's not a lot of places that are safe around here. There are some places under the city I might look into going. Yeah. But Durgar aren't a place I want to go back to. Mm. What about your friends? Do you, I don't know. Can where we go to them? I don't know where they are. They, you know, if they if they went to ground after killing, uh, who's his face? Mm. Uh, you said you worked with the Church of Phrasma. Did, can we can we seek refuge there? I mean, we might. I, I don't know. Um, it it really depends on if the it, how much the Green Maidens are looking into their activities. Yeah, I don't I don't know if there's any safe places in the city anymore. But they wouldn't let. The Green Maidens in there, would they? I don't think so. No. But you know, it's it's really a matter of uh, will will they be forced to? Okay. Well, I think all we can do now is rest. Wait. Find the right moment. Yeah. Uh, do you need do you need any healing? No, I I'm. I'm gonna get myself again. I will roll two d eight plus eight. I have one casting of pure moderate. <laughs> I was really hoping I could get away from them. Uh, mm -hmm. All right, that is another eight. So that's sixteen points of healing. Oop. Uh, you know, I thought I'd be okay without my holy symbol. Turns out there are a lot more things that need my holy symbol than I thought there were. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um. So, uh, we'll, we'll fade out again. It's been a bit longer. Montage of, uh, doing push-ups in the, uh, yeah, in doing the jail cell. In the cell. <laughs> um, then, then, then also, like, them torturing center. Yay, torture! We Um, and, uh, actually give me a will save. Okay. Or a series of will saves. Yeah, sure. Um, um oh, I'm no longer shaken. Hold on, gotta take that yep, off. Yep, take that off. We're just seeing um, if they're able to would get this, through to you. Would these count as, uh saves versus truth spells some i mean like we're, we're going for weeks of torture whether or not they break you yeah, yeah no i I, get, I just get to add my class level to saves versus truth spells um i don't i don't think all of the, it wouldn't all be truth spells like okay part of it would be just physical torture 
Okay. I will just I'll just roll with my regular uh, will save. I'll say I'll say make five will saves. Okay. One of them you can add the truth spell thing to. Okay. Okay. Uh, will save numero uno. Oop. Uh, natural twenty. Okay. Uh, numero dos. That's a twenty-one. Okay. Today's another natural twenty. Where were you? Where were you ten minutes ago? Incredible. A seventeen. Okay. Uh, so, and then, uh, so that's a total of 27. All right. Do you want to use your truth thing on this one then? Yes. Okay. And that's a 13. Uh, with so truth. Uh, with truth, 31. 31. Okay. So you, you managed to, amidst all of the, uh, various tortures that they subject you to, you, you don't break. The whole while you hold out and, uh, we come to a point who knows how long it's been? Could be weeks, could be months. At this point, the cell's really all you've known for some time. Um, I would like to say, uh, Cinter has managed to find uh, some sort of implement, or maybe just one of her sharp Durgar nails, uh, and has just been uh, carving uh, slowly a symbol of Vonmos into the stone, mm-hmm. uh, like one of the walls of the cell. The, just the uh, sort of the um, three-pointed uh, spiral storm symbol. Uh, she's worn mm. it into the stone. Would, over. You, uh, would you also carve a symbol of Yamade? Yes. Okay. Yes. I don't know if it'll help at all. <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> we, we just got to play tag with the wall before we cast the spell. I don't know. Okay. Um, but... Um, I've also been ke- uh, keeping lesser restorations up uh, to keep yeah. us from getting exhausted. Right. Some time after some time has passed, you all have been working out your plan. They have moved, so so Corey dis- uh, comes to you, or basically comes back to the cell one day and says, "I think if we're going to do anything, we need to do it soon." Oh, yeah. They didn't take me north this time. They took me south. Oh. So, whatever they're doing. They're changing their plans. And I think if they're changing their plans, it means something has changed. All right. They took me to... So, south for 45 feet, west for 65 feet, then there's a door, and then they took me south again. Southwest south. And uh, I went south for... There was another door. Uh, This one sounded like stone. Uh... First door was metal. Um, I went south for 15 feet, and then I sort of walked a little aimlessly. And then they moved. They turned me slightly toward the west. There was another door. I could hear braziers, crackling fire. It sounded like a big space, very echoey. I don't know what it is. Do you want to go down there? We got the key. You've got the symbols. We do. Uh, sort of, uh, would I, would I be able to, like, chip him out of the wall, or? <laughs> no. <laughs> she, she just goes, you see her just, like, put a hand up against the wall. Yeah, Actually, she, she, like, sort of, like, lays her head against the symbol. And you just hear her just sort of muttering to herself. And, as she, and then as she does so, she looks at you. Know, 
Are you going to do us a solid? And she goes, well, one way to find out. He goes, oh, yeah, almost. <laughs> <laughs> and she disappears. <gasps> Center holds up uh, a thumbs up at the space in which Corey was. Uh, you feel a hand uh, grasp yours. Oh, oh, excellent, excellent. Okay, let's go. We okay. don't have a lot of time. Uh, I will. In, I will invisibility myself as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and she takes the key, and uh, you hear the clicking of a lock. Wait, uh, and uh, she, and technically she would have been leaning against this wall for like an hour. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh uh she casts uh she casts a few spells actually you hear her uh chant uh she casts uh two magic vestments one on you one on her oh shit uh so you will get plus one per four caster levels so you gain a plus three enhancement bonus to your armor hey uh, and she also gains a plus three enhancement bonus to her armor uh, and then she's going to cast Shield of Faith on herself, which gives her plus four deflection. 17, AC 17 for her. Let me see what else. She's going to cast Shield Other on you. Oh. Uh, this will give you... I think it's just a plus one. I think uh, I can cast Shield of Faith on myself. Oh, you can cast Shield of Faith on yourself. Okay, mm-hmm. never mind. Oh, you can also... Yeah, yeah. But you do also get a, re- a resistance bonus. Oh, okay. Cool. So, magic vestment on both of you. Her AC is now, let's see, uh, that's 7 plus dex. So eight, she has an AC of 18 now. Um, <laughs> and uh, Now, do you need any other spells that you need to speak for? Uh, well, not any. The last for a minute. Okay. Uh, well, let me let me let me just double check that. Wait, she shouldn't cast this. Actually. Check how long does heroism last? It lasts ten minutes per level. Minutes I will cast level. heroism on both of us. Okay. So we have heroism on. Does a symbol of Vanamos on the wall count as a divine focus? Uh, while you're in the room. Yep. Okay. Um, I would also like to cast uh, magic circle against evil on both of us. Or no, okay. on on me. Um, okay. Which acts as protection from evil uh, on both of us. Okay. Uh, and then uh, she's going okay so that takes that takes probably about a minute to do all that yeah uh, and then uh, she's going to open the door and start going south uh, actually she's she grabs your hand and goes to like lead you yep and I will I will be led okay uh, and you can see cells along the walls some of them full of the of of the uh, of people in like similarly dire states. All of them look like they've been here for months, malnourished, mm-hmm. uh, tired. Uh, I suppose running a prison break right now is not going to help anybody, uh, unfortunately. Okay. Uh, and then uh, you hear the sound of a key and a lock over here, and then the of a door swinging open. Mm. And then basically you see the door over here open up. Excellent. Uh, and she goes... The other door, it's it's in here. Uh, it's not far. And you you enter this room, and you uh, were you with the party when they went to uh, Death Deathhead Vault? No. All right. So what you see here, uh, let me give you the description. 
Uh, the walls of this ten-foot-wide hallway uh, have been set with polished ivory tiles, each of which bears a softly glowing circle of light. Uh, the tiles are carved to look like skulls in relief on the, along the walls. What are those? I think that's why they call it Death Head. I mean, yeah, but what do they do? I don't know. You're not gonna take all of our nice, uh... Uh, you can roll knowledge, either knowledge religion or knowledge history. Um, knowledge, knowledge religion it is. Natural 20 for a total of 27. <laughs> okay, so you'll know that the skulls here, uh, were, were, um, were basically... The, this is this is actually more of a Farazman ritual. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you'll actually know, you'll be quite familiar with this. Um, sort of the idea here is that these are these are the skulls of the dead uh, uh, watching over those who are about to die. All right. This is a common thing in uh, execution areas. They call uh-huh. it the final walk. Ah. Uh, this is uh, people on the way to executioners. Uh, are watched over by the by the dead, mm-hmm. both those that they have harmed in life and those that would seek to grant them mercy. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, you'll also know that the final walk of Deathhead Vault was specifically supposed to be enchanted with a calm emotions effect, but you guys don't feel uh, any magic affecting you. Okay, okay. Um, now, you don't see a door anywhere, uh, but she seems to be like saying, it should be right here. I don't... Uh, she starts. I, she starts like feeling along the walls. I will help. I make a perception check. Uh, <laughs> mm, that's not great. Uh, is this against enemy? Is this to find enemies of no. <laughs> Okay, twenty one. You don't find anything. Uh, um, and and she's like, it has to be here. It has to be here. That this is where they took me. Uh. I'm gonna, uh, was it, did she say it was just to the west? Yeah, she said it was right here. It was right here. I will reach out with my hand to mm-hmm. touch the wall and just give it a press. All right. Um, do you want to just, uh, take 20 on perception? Yes. What does that give you? Uh, 20 on perception gives me, uh, 36. Okay. Um, and that would be, uh, is that with heroism? Yes. Okay. Um, yeah, you're feeling along the walls and you, you don't feel uh, anything. Oof. Uh, actually, let me see if I can aid. <laughs> uh, her perception's not great. <laughs> oh, she does aid, though. So you're feeling along the walls and she's helping you. Uh, about five minutes go by as you guys are like feeling along, just being like, there has to be something here. And eventually... Uh, her hand alights on something and it pushes. And you find that the door opens to the south of you. So basically what we're doing is we're just like running our hands along the wall and just pushing and like, yeah. because we can't see the yeah. person sometimes we're pushing in the same spot twice and <laughs> where is it? Where is it? It has to be here. There's like and a there little switch. There was a corridor uh, carved in the stone here. Hot dang. Lead the way? I got about three minutes left on my on my invisibility, right. so we should so, hurry. <laughs> all right, so she uh, starts going down this way, and then this passage seems to be going out. Uh, and uh, from within, you can actually see the hinges on a door at the far end. Oh, is this the stone door? Well, the other one was stone. So. I thought this was is this the metal door. No, they're both stone. Okay. <laughs> this is the other stone door. The other stone door. Okay. She opens it. 
And you see it sw- swinging up. Ooh. And what you will find in this room... Six stone pillars support the roof of this T-shaped chamber. The walls are decorated with incredibly detailed paintings of immense mantis-like monsters destroying towns with various forms of architecture. Mm-hmm. Strangely, the scenes constantly evolve, playing out an eternal scene of slaughter. The most impressive feature in this chamber is a towering stone statue of a four-armed mantis to the west. How is this beneath death head? I'm going to take a, a, a wild a wild guess here and say this is a room for the Red Mantis assassins, uh, which we know we're working with the Queen. Uh, and if there were if the Grey Maidens are working with the Queen, they might be now uh, like a a subsidiary of the uh, Red Mantis assassins. That's at least what it looks like here. This is a temple, probably. Why would they be in Corvosa? What, what, what's... Ah, they're good at killing the Queen's enemies. Hmm. They, uh, I don't know. Um, Dr. Devalis, the guy that uh, we uncovered as part of the Blood Veil scheme, mm-hmm. uh, was part of the Red Mantis assassins. Uh, it seems they had some sort of stake in the mass killings of the people of Corvosa. For what reason, I don't know. So, so the Grey Maidens are working with the Red Mantis? Looks like. What'd they, why'd they bring you in here? I don't know. They brought me in They brought me in to heal uh, Marcus Endrin, but I don't know why they would have brought him here instead of the normal chamber. Uh, maybe some sort of initiation, right? Uh, maybe. Uh, I'm going to make a knowledge religion check and see what I know about Red Mantis. Uh, She's sort of running her hand along, uh, along uh, some of this, like 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 feeling along uh, the edges, just looking at it. Like twenty one. Hmm? Twenty one. Do I have any idea what's going on here? Uh, this is definitely a temple to a Chekek. Uh the 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 uh, the Red Mantis himself, the Blood God. All right. Uh, and uh, like th- by the look of this place, this place has probably been consecrated in the name of a Chekek. Yeah. I, uh, I, or desecrated I doubt, in the name of a Chekek, yeah. I should say. I doubt there's anything we can really do to destroy it. Uh, all right. Well, Wait. where do we go from here? That's a good question. You, uh, you, um, you know, uh, we want to find whatever they're doing with Marcus Endron, right? Uh, yeah. So, I mean, there's doors over here. But. Why would the Grey Maidens be working with the Red Mantis assassins? That's a question. I mean, I know they're, I know they're trying to subjugate the people, but the Red Mantis? I don't they're, know. They're more interested in just assassination than law enforcement. You know, it's maybe, maybe the queen assassinated the king with their help or something, and like they're they're still interested in working together or maybe she's got some dirt on them i don't know uh is there some sort of check i can make to see if as center racks her brain uh with me uh make an intelligence check i suppose all right flat roll 16 um you're not entirely sure like it doesn't it like what what she's asking you does sort of make sense like red mantis assassins um, are not usually dedicated to like the enforcement of law. Yeah, they don't. Like, they don't kill for the enforcement of law or anything like that. They they kill, you know, for contracts. You know. Yeah. And they kill in the name of a chekek. 
Maybe she has a really good contract for him. I don't know what she'd be promising him. And then uh, from there, you hear you hear the sound of a door opening. Oh, oh, stealth to the west of you. Stealth, stealth, stealth. Uh, uh, a woman in red armor with pink hair. Oh, uh, and two swords at her side. Look at her. Comes into the temple. And you see her come to here and kneel. A kick bless my hunt. For my quarry is elusive. We have tried everything in our power to make them appear to us. But they remain hidden. And you see her sort of like looking like right through you at the <laughs> statue. Uh, my stealth roll with invisibility up is 60. Return to us. Are you see her kind of grit her teeth? Most noble priest, and uh, she takes one of she takes uh like uh, she has the two swords at her sides. She takes another one that's like bound up, uh, and places it on the alt. Uh, she like starts to walks walks forward <laughs> as she do. Just lean, lean out of the places way. it places it on the <laughs> altar. You see this this uh this uh very 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 nicely. Uh, made sawtooth saber uh, placed on the altar for we do require guidance and she bows her head and as as her head is bowed before the altar you see the sawtooth saber start to move <laughs> does does Corey have it huh? I don't know it's moving it's moving uh you can't uh, see why Oh god. Uh I'm just gonna stay where I am, stay very still, pretend like I'm not I am not here. And and then you will see the these blades seem to be obscured. Actually, no, she doesn't have like a cloak or anything. She can't really hide the blade. You see her Stick it up your shirt! <laughs> take a five foot step and you see the blade raised up above the head of the pink haired woman. <gasps> Just ever so carefully as the woman is bowed in prayer. The blade swings down toward the woman's neck. Oh my god. And is met <laughs> with another blade. Fuck, 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 fuck. The pink-haired woman looks toward where the blade struck from. Thank you for your return, mistress. The invisibility, the invisibility fades, and as it does so, you see, you see um, this red energy surge around Corey, and as it, and basically it surges up. You can see the the veins in her neck uh, taking on this reddish glow, oh, and no. then around her head this bloody halo forms oh no as she grips the sawtooth saber she goes you know miss travail i really thought i could get through to you <laughs> and and uh and then and then she she takes her hands and she sort of uh raises them in an x around her and this wipes them and you see uh basically this this disheveled look fade and you can see a woman who is actually quite healthy uh, -huh. uh quite well kept 
I must congratulate you on your resilience. Just gonna start while well, my in the last like couple rounds of my invisibility. I'm just gonna start backing up <laughs> <laughs> toward this door to the north. Uh, and uh, you see her go over to the to the door over here. Actually, let me show you. Let me show you the token. She 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 presses she presses like a little uh, button oh. on the altar, uh, and as she does so, it opens, revealing a bunch of uh, gear. And she starts to cloak herself in this cloak and uh, finery. Oh my god! Black armor uh, and uh, and a fine belt. Oh and, my god! And uh, a second sawtooth saber and a buckler. Uh, if I go over to the the gear, would I be able to try to nick something? Um, she's, I mean, like, she's standing right over it and uh, putting it on. Could I try to make a sleight of hand check? You could try. Oh, no, my sleight of hand's not that high. <laughs> no, no, no. No, 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 no. <laughs> okay, she's she's literally putting it on right yeah, now. Yeah, she's putting it on okay, right now. Okay, I'm going to back up toward the door. I told them that you would break. I told them that after enough time, either they would find something or I would. But your friends, it seems that they've instilled something more than just loyalty in you. At that, at that point, Cinder's invisibility wears off. They see mm. her standing in the, in the door. Uh, an impeccable sense of timing. Yep. And, and, um, uh, as as that happens, she raises a hand, and um, a series of blades uh, protrude from from the walls and floor, uh, whirling uh, whirling up around you. And basically, you find yourself in a ringed wall of blades, <gasps> about uh, uh, about twenty feet uh, in diameter. Uh, basically, protruding from the wall and then coming around mm-hmm. the edges. Mm-hmm. Holding you in place. It seems, Miss Travail, we will have to resort to further methods. My name is Coriantu, High Priestess of the Red Mantis, Overseer of the operation before you. And I had hoped the Grey Maidens would be able to take care of extracting the information from you, but. She looks at the pink-haired woman. It seems they can't be trusted to do anything. (laughs) The pink-haired woman laughs. No. (laughs) No, they really can't. You see, you give them even the smallest amount of information. And everything would be lost. You know, I can't believe you're trying to scare me at this point. I've listened to you poop. Yes, you have. I've heard you talk in your sleep. I healed your wounds. You healed mine. At some point, acting stops. And it turns to reality. Whether you want it to or not. I think you'll like me. Even if you don't admit it to yourself. I hate you. That's what they all say. All of your people. A thorn in our side. Why won't you just die? 
I don't know. Somebody keeps healing me. <laughs> All of you. The cover of night. Your allies. That would just be so much easier. But you know, it's, it's as I said already. You're not going to get anything from us if we're dead. That's where you're wrong. I can get much from you in death. Uh, and with that, the circle of blades closes in on you. I would like to try to cast enlarge person on myself. Uh, that takes a round. Okay. Uh. I okay. As a swift action, I would like to do my. Uh, oh, sorry, the sorry, the blade barrier is actually immobile. She can't move it. Uh, as as a uh, as a so as a swift action, I would like to. What is uh, so? I would like to activate my protection judgment for plus three to my AC mm -hmm. and bring my AC up to 22. One of the things that you will note uh, when she sort of drops her uh, sickly guys is that you can see tattooed on her cheek a symbol of a Chekek, uh that was sort of hidden mm. uh, by whatever magic she was using to conceal uh, her true nature. And I will use my once daily word of anathema. Uh, I'll try anyway. It's a DC 17. Sure. Um, we'll save. Yep. Yeah, sales best. Yeah. Uh, um, from here, I believe we're going to cut to black. Yeah. As as center is screwed. <laughs> <laughs> um, give me a sense motive real quick. All right. 29. When you were saying that uh, you think that Corianto likes you, uh, that uh, after all this time, you know, some the acting stops, mm -hmm. you will note that while you were saying that, the pink-haired woman sort of ever so slightly revealed something of pleasure at the idea of Corianto uh, developing... Uh, some sort of emotional bond with you. Almost like... Uh, almost like a... A mocking smile. Ah. Doesn't she look tired? <laughs> um, however... <laughs> this is one of the last thoughts that you will have. <sighs> we will find out what happened to Center. If we can ever find the Temple of a Chekek. In the future, on Curse of the, of the Crimson, Crimson Throne! Throne. Thank you for listening to this session. Perhaps Tavern to Roll is produced by David Clark and Katie Dutcher. Pathfinder RPG and the Curse of the Crimson Throne Adventure Path are property of Paizo and are used in accordance with the community use policy. 
This session featured music from Michael Gelfi Audio. See the description for a full track list. Sound effects were produced by Sirenscape. You can find more sound effects for your own tabletop games over at sirenscape.com. We'll be back again in two weeks as our core crew finally arrives in the Callow Mounds to seek an audience with Thousand Bones. Speaking of... Fucking hell. Seriously? Speak... Fuck. My chair keeps creaking, like, right as I talk. Right. I'm here. Let's try that again. That's a, that's a fun word. Zygomatic arch. What is, what is that? That's, uh... So, you know, sort of the, um... The circle of bone around oh, where your like eye the, is. Oh, the orbital thingy? Yeah, so yeah. it's it's the, uh, the lower cheekbone part. I see, I see. Well, now I know. <laughs> so, <laughs> once we find out that's wrong, I'll record a different answer. <laughs> <laughs>